This is episode 43 with Superband's founder, Jessica Sikora. Welcome to Pencil Leadership. My name is Chris Anderson, success and lifestyle coach, and this show is to help you begin building a life of fulfillment and to leave a positive mark on the world. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now take out your pencils and let's begin. Uh, super excited for you guys to listen in today. We've got a great guest uh, with Jessica Sikora. Now Jessica believes in the power that music has to save lives. After all, it did for her throughout her own life and her own struggles with depression and suicide at a young age. She strives to build up the combined power of music and hope to fuel the community that she once longed for. Founded in 2014, Superbands became the catalyst to push Jessica to make a difference in the stigma of the youth mental health crisis. Her hope for this organization is to create a global phenomenon, shedding light on the resilience and strength that lies within us all. Jessica, welcome to Pencil Leadership. Hi, thanks for having me. No problem. Super excited to, to have you here. Thanks for taking the time out. Um, would love for you to start off by just kind of sharing your story and, and how it's brought you to where you are today. Yeah, for sure. So um, I grew up in a very traditional household. Um, you know, I was the eldest of three kids. Um, very, I guess, like overall pretty normal family. Um, we moved quite often. And um, of course, my parents decided to move while I was in the midst of puberty. So it was a very difficult time to to fit in, um, you know, just in itself, you know, whether you yeah. move or not, it's very difficult as a teenager to kind of find your place. Um, so adjusting to a new town, a new school, um, it was hard. It was very difficult for me. Um, and I faced a lot of struggles fitting in, um, dealt with a lot of bullying. And due to that, um, you know, kind of spiraled into um, depression pretty early on. I think I was about 13 is like the first kind of moments I would really remember um, feeling that way and feeling pretty helpless. Um, and eventually it kind of cascaded into suicidal, uh, like attempting suicide, um, planning out how it would end my life. And it was such a young age looking back on it, you know, from the ages of 13 to 17 is when um, you're really discovering yourself and you really need kind of um, that support system and need that encouragement. And it was something that I lacked in like my personal circle, but it was my music and the love for music that um, really got me through through like some of the hardest times of my life. I would say that, um, you know, I personally wasn't very musically inclined. Um, <laughs> I don't sing or anything. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll clarify that it was uh, my love for the different bands and different um, artists and singers that um, that got me through. So I'd have posters of them everywhere, listen to their music all the time, count down to their concerts. Um, and even going to their concerts, I would connect with other fans who, even though they were strangers to me, I felt more at home at that concert than I did anywhere else because yeah. they, they got me, they understood, they could rock out to the same lyrics, you know, at school, people thought I was just like the weird music girl. Um, <laughs> but at this concert, I was one of them, like I fit in and I felt so empowered. And honestly, I, I know that my parents spent tons of money on concerts and all of the band merch, but they knew how important it was to me. So um, I guess like fast forwarding through that and, you know, graduating college, I 
never really anticipated being an entrepreneur. Um, I set out in the science field, um, just like my parents wanted, but you know, it, there, when you have a passion for something, or I guess when you have a calling for something, it's, it's something that you can't ignore. So after I graduated, I, my sister is 10 years younger than me. So when I graduated, I was 23 and my sister was 13. That same that I was when I was struggling I moved back home and I saw her love for music. Same thing. I kind of had these like awful flashbacks and I, I thought to myself, I would not want my sister to go through the same thing that I went through. What could I do? Um, so I, I guess like it, it sounds corny, but like it came to me like in a dream. Like I, I thought of, you know, a bunch of people at a concert wearing like a wristband that said super bands. And we, huh. we are so passionate about the same cause. Um, so I woke up that night and I like wrote up this whole like business plan and everything. Um, I have no business knowledge. Um, but again, if you have the passion for something, you kind of just, you figure it out. Like, so, uh, essentially that's like my motto for a super band. So, um, founding a nonprofit, um, of all about music and mental health. Um, again, having no knowledge, but fueled by my own story and the stories that I've gotten through, you know, online forums and Mm. my website or whether it's like, uh, I started on Tumblr actually, because it's free was easy. Um, you know, I was getting followers, like thousands of followers, like, and like every night. And that was something I wanted as a teenager, you know, like on my personal blog, but Superman's like really resonated with so many people around the world. Um, so since then, that was back in 2014 when I first had the idea. Um, and it's been a slow start, you know, it's very, it's very difficult to not just start a business, but to start a nonprofit, especially having no money, no connections, who, who really would listen to someone like me. But um, yeah, continuing to just remember my own story and think about those, the stories that I've received and continuing to want to do better and be better and help people who are struggling. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> I especially love how you had like had the vision, had the dream and you, you ran with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it sounds so like hippie to, to say like, oh, it's a sign from the universe and things like that. But it has happened, you know, time after time I've whether it's that dream or even every time I felt like giving up, there's always this one little sign from the universe. that's like, Nope, you should keep going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely agree. That's cool. That's all. And, and, Cause a lot of people let the fear stop them from starting anything. So I think that's a, that's a big step you took for sure there. I'm curious. So what, uh, what's your genre of music? What do you like to listen to the most? Um, I think honestly, I, I have a pretty wide. Yeah. In music. Um, I tend to gravitate now more towards like indie. Um, cool. However, when it when I was um, a teenager, and even still now, I have to admit, like I love pop, I love hip hop, I love like the like the pop culture trending Billboard 100. Yeah. Um, when it when I was um, 13, it was the Jonas Brothers. Oh. Um, and yep. of course, now as you know that they've reunited, so um, here they go again, ruining my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what year are they going to go sister, to this time? Exactly. And then <laughs> my sister, um, when she was thirteen, it was One Direction. Oh. Um, so it's similar. It really did feel like we came full circle. That's crazy. That is that is kind of funny how it connects like that with your sister being the yeah. same age and the same kind of band, boy band type thing. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. So with super bands, what is, I know the purpose is to connect people with music and mental health together. So how do you do that? How do you bridge the gap there? 
Yeah, so I think when I first started Superbands, um, again, with a, without having any business knowledge, yeah. um, I just thought to myself, I'm just going to create this social media platform where fans can kind of congregate and, um, you know, get inspired, be empowered and feel like, you know, I'm not alone. Um, and that was really all I had for quite some time. And I feel like maybe that might be why I haven't, I didn't get the traction that I really wanted at the time. Um, however, as I kind of, as I got older and I started reading more books, so, you know, yeah. business books and learning from other entrepreneurs, how did you do this? What did you do to like make yourself stand out? And they would always tell me that you need this MVP, this MVP product that people care about. So what does super bands have that makes you stand out? What, why would people care about super bands? And I was stuck on it. I was stuck on it for a long time. Um, but again, it comes back to that personal story. What was it that 13-year-old Jessica would have wanted? Right. Um, so essentially, I had the idea to create this opportunity for fans who are struggling with depression, bullying is even part of that, or, or any staple mental health condition yeah. to send in an application and be potentially selected to live the concert or the VIP concert experience of their dream. Oh. I would love to give them the chance to have that one special night that um, I looked forward to, you know, um, yeah. obviously I can't do it all the time for every single person. Um, but every story that you can change is another um, book in your library that kind of shows the power that music has. And essentially that's what we want to do as an organization. We want to change the narrative that music can help people. Music can really get people through some really awful times. So definitely um, really excited about the opportunity of being able to give fans that experience Yeah. Uh, with the pandemic. It has kind of shifted. Of course, right. um, I was just getting traction. Everyone was behind this idea. Um, and then live events stopped and they were like, Jessica, we've been backing you. Like, what are you going to do? Um, but artists have shown that they can do things virtually. They can do these live streams that can you have a private concert? They didn't think they could before, but we can on zoom now. Yeah. Um, they've shown that that's possible. So, while it seems like, oh no, the pandemic kind of ruined things, it actually shed a lot of light on like what is really out there. And I think that's, that's true for a lot of businesses. Um, you're really having to buckle down and figure out what it is that's going to make you stand out. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's I think that's so cool. So you're just kind of getting traction. Were you able to connect with any artists if you're even able to say uh, going forward with the concert idea? Yeah, so we've continued to um, do a lot of um, outreach. Um, yeah. We haven't like buckled down or like signed anything with any artists at this time, but we've opened up conversations with a lot of talent agencies, cool. um, which is like the next best thing for us being able to not just, you know, have access to one artist, but their entire clientele. Um, yeah. So being able to connect with really amazing talent agencies, um, which is so fun for me, especially yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of living my teenage dream, um, <laughs> being able to like, oh my gosh, you're connected with this and this artist. I've always yeah. loved this artist. Um, so trying to, you know, have a straight face, my poker face, right. like, I'm very business professional. I'm not going to fangirl. <laughs> I'm going to be cool about this. But yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a roller coaster, of course. I feel like for every, um, you know, you're going to hear a hundred yeses before you hear, you know, what you're going to hear a hundred no's yeah. before you hear a yes. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm just continuing, you know, shoot your shot. You just continue to send your messages out. And then if somebody gives you a chance, then there you go. If not, then you can move on. You know, somebody else will. I love that. I, I think that's a, 
a unique thing that I have not really heard of. And that's why I was so excited to have you on to talk more about it and kind of hopefully bring a little bit more light to what you're doing. And um, I think so if you could choose any, any artist, would it be the Jonas brothers that you get the VIP treatment with? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I would want it. I feel yeah. like I would really want it. Um, I always joke with my, my sister has like been a really great sounding board for this. Um, awesome. And I, I've told her, you know, I don't, I don't know if I could like contain myself if I had to be <laughs> business professional, but yeah, that would, I guess be the, the dream. Um, it, it seems like a lot of, um, you know, people that gravitate towards super bands are in the realm of like a lot of boy bands and like right. band pop culture. Like yeah. we have like a lot of pop culture people that people are interested in, but um, definitely wanting to expand. I, I always strive to get team members who have very different music tastes. Hmm. Hey, we can't just focus on the Jonas Brothers guys. We have to focus on other people. Um, yeah. So it's nice to get like a huge, like wide variety of different team members and people who care about different kinds of genres so that we can get, we can get those fan bases. That's so cool. Yeah. So I was, that was what I kind of wanted. So what's your kind of niche market with super bands? Are you like, is it an age range, like teens or? Yeah. So essentially when I first started super bands, I was thinking, oh, it's going to be, oh, those light. Um, oh, it's going to be um, ages like 13 to 18. I was like, oh, that's when I was going through it. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like as I've continued to reach out to people and people have connected with us, our age range has kind of shifted. So yes, we're doing 13 up to 25 is actually how wide we're going. Gotcha. Um, but it's fun because I get messages from even like adults um, yeah. who say, you know, oh, I listened to this music artist that like for years growing up and I, I believe in your cause or they talk about their kids or things like that. And of course, like there are kids as young as, you know, seven or eight, sadly, who are dealing with bullying. So yeah. wanting to you know, we do have our, our niche market, but we do, you know, we see people from all over the board. Right. Yeah. I saw those outliers outside of that niche market for sure. That's, that's awesome. I, I think music really does play an impact. I think uh, more than people like, I think even give it credit for. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree. So many times you're going through something and what do you turn to a song or what do yeah. you a song? Yeah. And like I still, when I hear, uh, dare you to move I think of my high school graduation and so, like <laughs> yeah exactly it's like the set we want to celebrate the soundtrack of your life so yeah. it, it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun to see how different people's music tastes are um you never can really I guess it's the same point you can never really judge a book by its cover but you can never really tell what someone someone's music taste is and it yeah I feel like when you hear someone's playlist you, you really do get to know them on a different level yeah no yeah I think it kind of opens up our, our picture of somebody like what they listen to. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't picture you rocking out to hard rock, but you, if you did, I'd be like, Whoa, okay. Like, <laughs> exactly. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So just kind of tell you a little bit more about the person and, and how they kind of turn a little bit. That's, and I think it's a cool thing. I think it, and music connects people in such a unique way because everyone has their different music and their culture <laughs> Uh, in the society they're in. And so like you can connect through that, even if you can't speak the same language almost. Right. Yeah, for sure. It breaks all the barriers. Yeah. So I, I'm excited to see uh, you to continue to grow with this and, and see it grow. Cause I think this is a great, I, I love music. I, I like all wide variety of music, but yeah, just, I think this is such a fantastic idea and so unique, but like 
just like we said, music is such is so intertwined in people's lives. I think it's going to really take off and I'm excited for you for sure. No, I, I sure hope so. I appreciate that. Yeah. So going forward, like, what are you looking for? I know making connections with like top talent agencies and artists and things. Is that the main thing you're kind of looking to do in the next kind of months ahead? Or is there other directions that you would help benefit super bands in the long run? Um, yeah. So I guess like what we're doing right now is a lot of the, the foundational stuff of what um, either I rushed through or I didn't do entirely like thoroughly, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, so definitely looking to um, continue to develop our board of directors. The board of directors is so important because it's going to, you know, when you're stuck in an idea, um, these executives um, are going to help you, you know, Hey, I know somebody, Hey, you could do this. This is my experience. Yeah. Um, so continuing to build that. Um, but right now we're also working to flesh out the logistics of our virtual events, sir, like uh, cool. opportunity. Um, yep. So there's, as you can imagine, there's a lot of safeguarding that needs to be put in place that needs to be moderated. You need to be able to have tech support to be able to handle, you know, kicking someone out if they're being disruptive <laughs> or, right. you know, um, or they're dealing with any technical difficulties. So there's a lot behind, you know, the logistics of a virtual event. Um, yeah. But in parallel, we're also trying to continue to develop um, the live events, because that's what we're all about. Um, I do have hope that music and live events will return or live events and concerts will return. Um, and when it does, I want to be ready. I want to be ready to reach out to these talent agencies that we've developed relationships with and say, Hey, we're ready to have a, a concert. We're ready to provide an opportunity. Who do you have for us? Yeah. Um, and then be ready with like all our paperwork, all our documents and be able to really show them that we know what we're doing. Um, and it's funny because our entire team is, I, I might be the oldest person on my team. Wow. Um, and it's, a, we have a bunch of college interns. I have a couple of high school interns actually. Um, awesome. And we have people from literally all over the world, um, which is the beauty of having a global, um, like online based organization, um, getting to really connect with different people. Um, but it's funny because um, to the point that you and I were saying earlier before we started recording is, um, you know, you celebrate the small wins, like something as, as simple as, Hey, this, like, uh, this organization got back to us. Like everyone on the team is celebrating because they're, people are giving us a chance. The young people, the, who they would probably often overlook who, you know, Oh, they don't know anything about business. They don't know anything about, you know, helping right. people in a philanthropic level. Um, we have the stories, we have the audience, like, we just need a little bit of, you know, manpower on the right. entertainment side to, yeah. to make that happen. Absolutely. And I think it's cool to think about, like, like you said, you have younger uh, individuals on mm -hmm. your team. And, and it's so cool to see, um, like, I'm 29. And so mm -hmm. I think I'm still fairly young. I feel fairly young at least, but like seeing these like high school interns and, and kids in college, I say kids, but these oh, yeah, for sure. in college, like taking, taking initiative and like mm -hmm. wanting to be a part of something like this that can make such an impact, I think is so awesome. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, so I'm 28. Okay. Um, and okay. honestly, like I, I tell my interns all the time, like, I don't even know what's cool anymore. Like, <laughs> can you help me? Like, I don't know what right. this means, like this terminology. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it is really cool. I honestly, I, I definitely have a lot of admiration and respect for my interns, whether, you know, even people who have applied who weren't selected, um, yeah. You know, people taking initiative and really wanting to change the world is so exciting to me because I think mm -hmm. for a while or even sometimes I know that, you know, people I know 
might kind of have a little distaste for the idea of a nonprofit, like, oh, so you want to be poor or like, <laughs> oh, so you're just trying to be like a martyr and like just help other people and not be able to help yourself. There's so much good that's happening and there's so much, so many people who want to make a difference that it's nice to see that kind of shift in um, mentality and be able to, you know, connect with people who say like, I've always wanted to work for a nonprofit or I've always wanted to work for this type of um, organization. So it's really, really fun to connect with these people. Yeah. I think it's so cool to do that. And I I was thinking how you said you're, you're working on like the virtual events, like Mm -hmm. what is that? Like, what would that even look like? Like connecting someone through a virtual event with artists? Like, is it just going to be like this where they get a talk and maybe they do a song for them or? Yeah. So I guess like we've always, we've had like a kind of the back and forth about this. Um, The hard thing about the live events is that it would be one person for a show essentially, because you need to be able to moderate everything that's going on. Right. The nice thing about a virtual event is I could have a hundred people on one zoom call uh, and have the artist perform three songs for these yep. 100 people and still be able to say like, hey, we helped an organization. We helped 100 fans in less than 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've had a lot of back and forth. So we've thought about that, having like a virtual concert, being able to um, you know, feel like you're close to your favorite artists or band. Um, yeah. I've always wanted that. I think growing up, you always, because they feel like they're your heroes. They have no idea who you are. Um, and then essentially you'd probably do this one little screen on the zoom call, but you feel connected to them. They, Oh, they know my name now. Or like, Oh, they know what my face looks like versus like being on the top tier of a, of a concert. So I really want to be able to provide those experiences. So essentially, yes, we were thinking of having virtual concerts, but also, um, should the artists want to have a one-on-one connection, we could look into, you know, moderating that. Um, so a lot of the essential like safeguarding that needs to be put in place would be the same for any of the virtual events, but yeah, it's a lot of learning. It's a lot of researching other artists, like what are they doing or like, how are they doing it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of things that are totally going over my head. Like, Oh, did you figure out the liability waivers? Did you figure out the contracts? Who are you going to reach out to? Where's the talent contract? And I'm like, I have a bio degree. I can't, I don't know. Right. Yeah. No, I think yeah. that's, I, but majority of it is like learn as you go almost. And that's why it's important yes. to have like mentors and stuff. And yeah, no, I always like also say like, I, I definitely faked it. You fake it till you make it. Um, <laughs> definitely been faking it for years. And now people are like, Oh, Jessica knows the answer. Like, Oh, here, Jessica, you can, you can figure it out. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, uh. um, but it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's an exciting journey. Yeah. And, and thinking back on like how you were talking about the virtual events again, like if there's a hundred people on zoom, like, the likelihood of that artist to be able to look on the screen and say someone's name. Yeah. And yeah, like, exactly. Like blow your mind kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, and I would, I guess like to someone like an outsider looking in who maybe doesn't get it, they might think, Oh, that's kind of silly. They're not going to care. <laughs> um, but I've heard, you know, fan accounts like talk about an artist just retweeting. Yep. something you know they just retweeted it which takes two seconds of their time retweeted their tweet of all tweets um they're, they're gonna talk about it for months it's oh, gonna yeah. be in their twitter bio yeah. um they care about that that's it's just one little moment that you know gives them a glimmer of hope gives them this glimmer yeah. of happiness and if you can do that for you know just one person then why not yeah absolutely and it kind of like when you're talking about this it makes me think of the make a wish foundation Yes. Yeah. So 
I always try to avoid like saying that, but I definitely, I definitely have gotten a lot of inspiration from Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, I, I remember thinking to myself, like, it would be cool to kind of be a genie for kids um, who are like young people who are going through the same thing that I was going through. Um, So yeah, I mean, I I actually don't do super bands full time just yet. um, But you know, if I did, like I already pictured it. I was like, my Instagram bio would be like professional genie or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to, you know, make wishes come true for for other kids because I know how hard that time is. Whether you go through bullying or depression or not, being a teenager is really, really stinking hard. Yeah. Um, there's so much pressure, especially now. I mean, I can't even imagine what, you know, a lot of teenagers are going through. Um, the competition, you know, to get into college. I know kids as young as like freshmen in high school who are looking for internship opportunities. I didn't have an internship wow. till I was in college. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely think that, you know, if you, if we can be the voice for the people who can't speak up, then we, we should really do that. And um, again, being able to make a, a w- one wish, if I could just do one thing, I'll know that I did my job. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. And uh, I, yeah, it's just making a difference. It's like pencil leadership, trying to yeah, no, for sure, and things like that. And it's, it's so cool. Like just being able to touch one, one person's life, mm-hmm. uh, like it, it's what it's about. And so um no I just it's cool to to see super bands and what it's about and, and see just like visualize like almost picture what it'll be like it's <laughs> like it's gonna be right up there with all those other foundations that do things for people um yeah I mean I've, I've always honestly when I first started I really thought that it would like take off really really quickly I was like oh Ellen's generous is going to see this <laughs> And she's going to want to be involved. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of, for a little bit of time, I admit that I kind of let go of the idea. I was like, oh, I guess I could see myself working full time and like an office and, you know, making money for my family. Um, like the normal way, right? right. Uh, do the normal thing. And I'm sure my parents are like, oh, my gosh, here she goes again. But <laughs> I've had these like big ideas for Superbands. And I love for Superbands to be like a household name that when you bring it up that, you know, people know what you're talking about. Or when you bring it up, they're like, oh, I, I know someone who who got a wish granted um, yeah. who got to go to this amazing concert. Um, and being able to like, again, like build up. I, I imagine that one day I'll have a Superbands office and I have pictures of, you know, a wish from each person coming true um, and eventually running out of room on the wall. So um, yeah, definitely. I definitely have a lot of big dreams for it. I definitely have a lot of big ideas. Um, but I think that's kind of what you have to do when you are starting something. You have to have these big, crazy dreams because yeah. if you don't, then who's going to advocate for you? Like this yeah. is your your time to go after something that you care about. Absolutely. I love that. So what would you suggest or what would you tell people, maybe one of the high school interns who has an idea for something, but is fearful of taking those steps? Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I always encourage uh, the nice thing about having a smaller team and always being virtual is that we're pretty well versed in like connecting with people virtually. Mm -hmm. Um, I always tell my team that, you know, if you're interested in something, I want you to have a valuable experience. So tell me what it is 
that you're interested in. If you, I don't care if you were hired as a graphic design intern, if you're interested in helping me with these contracts, then by all means get involved. I need the help. I need the help wherever I can get it. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember, you know, as a kid, I was always soft-spoken. I never really spoke up. Um, I never raised my hand in class, even if I knew the answer. Um, never really shared my ideas. And I regret that. I regret not speaking up. And I, I guess to the point that I was making earlier, like you're your biggest advocate. So speak up because the worst that they could say is no. Like what else? You can't really, yeah, <laughs> you can't no. really hurt my feelings anymore. I think, you know, <laughs> I, I'm ready for, you know, if somebody tells you no, then they're not the right person for your, for your journey. You can move on to somebody else. So yeah. definitely just um, biting the bullet and being okay with being uncomfortable. Um, and going after what it is that you want, because if you want it bad enough, you'll get it. Yes. I, I think that's, that's so true. It's just putting in the work, seeing yourself, <laughs> you know, hitting that goal or reaching that target and then going, taking the steps that it takes to get there and not giving up is a big one. Right. Yeah, for sure. And then it starts like kind of just bringing the whole thing back together. Mental health is, is how our mind is and where we're at uh, with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, taking care of that and, uh, and, and finding a release, especially like if it's music or something that can help you, uh, turn that mindset more positive and get a good direction. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, everybody has something that, that can help them through the tough times. Um, and there are different like pockets of people, there's different communities, right? So I found my community was always through music. It was always that growing up and, Um, It's been amazing to be able to kind of build that community myself as I got older um, and be able to kind of be, instead of being on the receiving end of things, I would, I'm on the giving end. I want to be able to, to make that happen. So yeah, definitely um, doing what I can. Yeah. I love that. And and that kind of ties into what I, I like to ask people towards the end of the show is it has to relate with the fifth trait of pencil leadership is leaving a positive mark. So uh, after your time here on earth is over, you've done all you can do. Uh, what do you hope your mark is that people see? Yeah, I want to, I think the way that I've always kind of branded myself is I want to change lives through music. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know if it's going to be those virtual, maybe we'll only be virtual moving forward, or maybe we'll, our, our concert experience is going to look different than what I've envisioned it to be. But um again like being able to make a at least one wish come true i think i I, i'll feel satisfied i'll feel like super bands and all the work i put into it was not in vain because i helped this one person um ideally i'd like for it to be you know hundreds thousands of, of of teens but um yeah i think when when my time on earth is over i definitely want people to remember that i cared um, I cared about those who couldn't speak up for their own mental health um, and cared enough to help them through music. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I think it's it's such a great, great mission that you're on and with Superband. And I, yeah, I think you'll get that first one. And I think <laughs> I think it'll just take off. And I'm excited to see how that does, because I always I love people going after their, their dreams and putting it into fruition. And I, I can just yeah, it's going to it's going to blow up. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, no, definitely. I I hope that, you know, again, if you get that one, you just need that one opportunity. um, 
and, and then it'll be able to show other artists or other talent agencies like, hey, this organization can do something good. Or like yeah. they know what they're doing. Yep. Um, but yeah, I know it, there's going to be a lot of trial and error. And I think with anything, um, you know, hundreds of wishes down the line, that first wish I'll look back on, I'm like, oh, I could have done so much better. <laughs> or like, oh, I did so many things wrong. And I, I think, you know, that that's normal. It's, it's normal to continue to want to grow and iterate. So Hopefully, you know, continuing to, to be better um, every time after yeah. that first wish, too. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. So, uh, Jessica, again, I appreciate you so much for being on Pencil Leadership today. But before we sign off, how can people connect with you and with super bands and help out even? Yeah. So um, you can find us uh, on our website at superbands.org. Um, you'll find all our socials there. So it's a little bit easier for you to link out. Um, we're looking for interns every, um, usually it's every four to six months. Um, and you can always find that on our social media as well. So definitely stay up to date there. Um, we also have a newsletter where we keep everyone up to date. And again, with the the holds on the live events, I think um, the newsletter is the best way to kind of get in touch and, and learn more about where we are in the, the process. And you'll be the first to know whenever, um, you know, we're ready to start launching. Awesome. Yeah, guys, check out Superbands. Get connected with it. It's again, it's a great mission. It's going to help a lot of people. Um, and so, yeah, check check that out. Um, Jessica, again, thank you so much for your time and sharing about your vision and goals with Superbands and how it can help people. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope it brought value to you. If it did, I would love for you to go subscribe, download, rate, and review this show. It really helps me out. And also share it with someone and make a difference as a pencil leader.